listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good team. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. Arsenio. <laughs> I heard he was lot. coming back. He is coming back. I'm excited. Woo! I hope he has Bill Clinton on as his first guest. Oh, boy. No, I hope he has RuPaul. By the way, <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another after show for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. This one is the finale, and oh, we have a winner. Yay. We have a winner. Winner, um, winner. Chad Michaels is our winner. Mm-hmm. And I think before we go into the episode, I would like to... Continue a discussion that started um, in the viewing room for us, which Mm. was Raven obviously seems to be a popular favorite. I I do love Raven, but um, there was some feelings, I shall call them, feelings as to why Chad won over Raven. Um, I would say differences of opinions. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I was really, really excited about this episode and thought that maybe you know who we are, but if you don't, I'm Jackie Borowski, and next to me... Cameron Marston. And across from me... Natalie Bratney. Hello, I'm Tony Moore. <laughs> that's, my, so that's now, my news reporter look. <laughs> so now that you know who we are, um, let's discuss... Sorry, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you were so amped up in the in the workroom. Oh, you I gave to... you candy for a reason. <clears throat> oh, that's why you gave us candy. Mm-hmm. I thought it's just because you liked us. I love that, that we had too. a workroom. <laughs> we have a workroom? I know. I'm at a, a viewing room. So good. Okay. We work in the viewing room. <laughs> no, we don't. We work okay, it. Okay, so <laughs> Raven chat. That's so Raven. So Tony made comments that um, the, basically from what the judges were saying, he felt that Chad would have won based on their comments. Or, I'm sorry, Raven, Raven. would have won based yeah, on their comments. I agree. Well, Going I, by editing. Yes, I, I say that because... Um, you know, they, they mentioned that Chad is, is represents, like, the old-school form of drag. Right. And that um, there was a little debate uh, between the guest judges and the judges about um, if she's predictable and, and things like that. And then they said, you know, you have the showgirls, you know, old-school type of drag, and they show clips of Chanel and Chad. And then they, uh, they mentioned that you have the upstarts, which are, uh, you know, the girls who are willing to experiment and, and do different things and try new things, which were Raven and Jujubee. With that being said, I was like, that's kind of what drag is. Drag is being willing to, you know, do different things, try different things, do different looks and things like that. So in a way, it was almost set up like, oh, you know, we're kind of gearing towards, 
you know, the upstarts because they're they represent this, you know, new age, the I evolution. guess, kind of drag. But yeah. Don't they do that in every reality competition? Like America's Next Top Model, they'll judge, they'll have like the final two, and it'll sound like they're leaning towards one, and then they always go with the other. Maybe I feel like that's the case with most reality shows. Well, sometimes, but like, but there's always a judge that comes in and they're like, um, this girl is blah blah blah, but this girl, and so they kind of make you go, oh, ooh, ah, ee, you know, and mm-hmm. then you at the end you really don't know who the winner is you still have your favorite but you you don't know until they they reveal it and i think after seeing that lips lip sync i think the more powerful performance just from the lip sync was raven Mm -hmm. but i feel that okay so if if we compare um regular rupaul's drag race to like the independent spirit awards Mm -hmm. Then you're going to have your like big indie breakout people win the awards. Mm-hmm. But if we compare RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars to the Oscars, mm-hmm. the awards are going to go to the people that have been doing it the longest and working at it the longest. And Sometimes. Or I, who schmooze the... Uh, well, who? N- well, and lunches. Aside from that. <laughs> I've read the articles. I know, but who? Like, who has been in, like a seasoned professional in this field for a long time? And I feel like looking on that, and RuPaul did say that he was taking into consideration everything up until this point. And I, I think taking in that into consideration that it had to have been Chad Michaels because there's more time for Raven to pick up awards versus Chad Michaels. It's like, this is his, I don't know, last chance, I want to say. It almost makes it sound like a pity award. No, it's not a pity award. I would would say it's a very well-deserved award. I think she worked hard for it. I mean, any any one of those, any one of the top four would have deserved it. Well, we have... Okay, we know know you're... Why do you hate Chanel so much? What does she do to you? I feel that she belongs there, but let's go back to Rue. Because I'm on Tony's (laughs) page with that. I do believe that um, the editing geared it towards us making it feel like it was going towards Raven. I also agree with the idea or the concept that the future evolution of drag kind of is dependent upon pushing boundaries and giving us a new look and that's kind of what happened with season four with Sharon Needles and they mm-hmm. made such a big deal about that the new the next generation of drag the next yeah. face of drag and I appreciate the all-star concept of old school and the lasting drag talent an example I guess but my question to you guys as co-hosts is do you think the winner can follow in Ruth's footsteps and push boundaries and open doors for the next generation and I don't I have a hard time I don't quite see but those are those are huge shoes, shoes to, fill. to try to fill. I believe. I mean, I, RuPaul, I understand that. Ru, RuPaul broke a lot of barriers in the early 90s with supermodel work, you know, and, and appearing on TV shows and drag and talk shows and, and talking about it and making, I feel like, something that might have been underground or not as mainstream known, now known. Like, she is the face of that. When you think drag, you think RuPaul. Um... Are there boundaries that still need to be pushed and crossed? Of course. Um, are the are they are the contestants and winners of RuPaul's Drag Race those people? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> shouldn't they, they be? Could be? I mean, they shouldn't they be? Should this is be. this is national exposure? Shouldn't they be? Yeah. I mean, so I that think, mean again, I'm posing that question to you. I mean, of the two that were in the final, who do you see that would actually push those boundaries? I just think also though, like. 
as far as not necessarily um, pushing boundaries as far I mean there there are two different ways to think about pushing boundaries is what I want to say there's like a Sharon Needles type of way where it's there's a shock value and I not that Raven is by any means a Sharon Needles but she definitely has an, an edginess and kind of a new, newer shock value versus Chad. Chad knows a lot historically, and Chad has a, a lot of intelligence as to what she's doing and what goes into her work. And she, there's a whole knowledge of history there that she brings with her that I don't think maybe she would be pushing the boundaries herself, but maybe encouraging other people to do so. I just question the tenacity of Chad in a non, non-gay non community, non-gay, transgender, gender-bending community, whereas I see Raven, because I'm not a fan, I wasn't a fan of Chad or Raven in either of their seasons, but, you know, I can only go on what we've been watching, so if I had to choose somebody who would still be themselves true to form in any group or setting that they're put into... I would have to go with Raven. I think she's crass enough. <laughs> I think Chad is very polished. She's a, she's a total entertainer, I, I, and I appreciate all of that. But I myself view this show as a way to, again, shove it down people's throats. <laughs> I'm done. I see what you mean by that. Like, you know, if, if put in a, in a situation outside of the gay community, outside of a club setting, would they still be able to, you know be clean and polished and relatable and, you know, be accepted and, and things like that. And I also I don't, want, the, I don't, want, I don't want our spokesperson to backtrack either and say, oh, I'm so sorry. I think Raven, like Shangela, I'm not a big fan of Shangela, but she is on the hustle and she's, she is Shangela in every forum that she is in. And I appreciate that because yeah. I want integrity from a spokesperson from our community because whether they want to be or not, the winners or the top four, they're all going to be spokespersons for our community, unfortunately. Right. They are our faces. Go but I think, I think, though, also, remember Chad in the challenge where she's in the street and she's basically, like, hustling people? She was hustling people, just, like, any type of person. And she had no fear as to doing that. Versus, no. actually, Raven was a little bit, like, more timid in that same situation. So I don't, I think that just, I don't think that polish should always be lumped in with necessarily like not being edgy enough for yeah, not being, forward moving. She's, moving she's forward. pretty fearless. Like, but see, again, my thing though is I want to know if that person is the same way out of drag uh. that they are in drag. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is I feel that there's a certain safety bubble that Chad lives in because, you know, of course, and also I think she's slightly affected by the work that she's had done. And again, I don't know her personally, so there's no personal judgment. I'm just saying from what we get and what we view or get to see as viewers, that is just my own personal thing. And from a gay community or a gay representative, I would want something that is going to push the boundaries because it's not going to change unless you kick the door now. <laughs> That's true. All right. That's true. That's very thoughtful. So, going into the challenges, mm-hmm. um, we start off with the interview challenge. Um, you guys have any preliminary thoughts about the interview challenge? Well, I thought that going into a group interview, I think you have to be prepared to kind of butt in when you mm-hmm. can. I do think that uh, Juju B and Raven didn't say a whole lot. Um, because uh, Chanel talked a lot for <laughs> the four of them. Yes. Um, 
and you know Raven. I think Raven might have been a little thrown off when, because she's she's herself all the time. So she cusses, and she was like, "Oop!" And it was kind of like, a, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And you know, gonna take it back a little bit. But I I think in in that they were all just kind of like trying to get in and trying to get a, a sound bite in, but. Uh, I think Raven could have, or not Raven, Juju could have pushed a little bit harder. When uh, going to Untucked, when she was saying she was wants to make, when they had that uh, interview with RuPaul, when they, it was like mm, all four mm-hmm. of them, she was saying how yeah. she wants to make everyone happy, and you know, um, and she didn't, she probably didn't want to be rude and butt in, but I think you know she needed to do that in order to get out what she wanted it's, to say. It's yeah. hard to be cutthroat and be yeah. a competitor when you're trying to make or appease. Exactly, a large and crowd. I think in that situation, she needed to put that aside and really definitely. But it's not RuPaul's best friend race. <laughs> Bitch. But I, I think also, quote. you know, Juju tried to like chime in and say yeah. something, but you know, she was also trying to be polite. Like she's mm-hmm. in front of this entertainment reporter. You know, you don't want to go. Uh, uh, but okay, I'm trying to talk. You know, no, you don't right. want that awkward right. moment. She was just kind of like, uh, 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 okay, well, go ahead, girl. What's well, like in her? Com- but it's kind of like in the comedy sketch soup or in the preparation when they rehearsed with Cheryl Terry mm. she told us you need to commit and that's part of it and when you're going to jump in and then cut somebody off you got to commit to what you're going to do and make yeah. sure it lands and sticks it's kind of yeah. like the four of us here mm. we get our say in that is true and there's a there's a there's a diplomatic way to cut people off that's not making you seem like you're just like shitting on their time right so <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't implying anything. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh, neither was I. That's it on purpose. I oh. will say during the interviews, I loved Raven's look. I think she just looked oh, yeah. very like put together. That put was together like a complete outfit. Yeah, that was like I'm going to an interview, but I'm also a drag queen. And I feel like this entire episode, her waist got so much smaller and her butt got so much bigger. <laughs> but that's a good thing. There's something about it. Like just this episode, I felt like. Well, she lost a lot of weight, and she probably just this episode found better padding. Found really good padding, and not clay. I stockings. like Chad's. I oh, mm-hmm. I like Chad's look too at the interview, though. I love. I didn't like the hair. I, I love I, that hair. I, I think like, that what it is. I, I think it was the hair. Like I, I loved her look when we get to the hamburger Mary's part. I, I love that look. I think, you know, looking at the dress that she had on, and I, I love that. I think it was the hair that that threw it off for See, me. See, I like that Dolly Parton curly Q. But it didn't go hair. with the short, like, you know, dress that black dress that she had on. But that's just I my opinion. Like I mean, I don't claim to be. You well, know, especially Vera when you're Wayne. sitting down for an interview, you know, if you want to get somebody's attention, you got to kind of work with what you got extended, right? I mean, if you're singing, your legs yeah. aren't going to show it. It's got hair. So I like yeah. Raven too. Yeah. So Mickey's, they go or to Mickey's. Mary's. or Mickey's. Mickey's is which the place I that you were really, at last night for the really finale. Really want a burger now. <laughs> I keep Plug. saying Mickey's. I even wrote it in my notes. I wrote interview Mickey's comedy because I've got Mickey's on the brain. <laughs> I got cheeseburgers. <laughs> I feel like brain. I've been living at Mickey's even though I have not at all. She has. Uh, Maybe, maybe just a little. Speaking of old school, Hamburger Mary's has been around since 1972. The first installment was in San Francisco. There's one in Long Beach, right? Awesome. Long Beach, Hawaii had one. Well, apparently there are, according to Chanel, there are 12 across the nation. Yes. Nice. 12 across the nation. Some have come and gone. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. So they go to Hamburger Mary's. Go eat there. For their new burger. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Is there even food at Mickey's? I just totally made that up. Mickey's, they, Mickey's serves. Mickey's does have a happy hour between oh. five and nine p.m. Monday they have a really good Ding. special on alcohol as well. <laughs> yes, Jackie and I got a ton of alcohol the first time we went there we for did. a very small <laughs> amount of money. We're like, we can't drink all this. <laughs> it was very unexpected, and we got drunk pretty quickly. We were like, oh, thanks. But they drank responsibly. We did. Yeah, we, we tried to pass it off to Cameron. He said no. <laughs> Hamburger Mary's. So at Hamburger Mary's. So at Hamburger Mary's, they go and they introduce their burgers. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, like the judges, thought Chad's speech was great at Hamburger Mary's. I didn't see anything wrong with Raven's makeup. But again, I think this has to do with... Raven's makeup was, like, lighter than her skin. But it... I know that happens most of the time, but you could just really see the difference. I just thought her face was a completely different color than, like, her shoulders and her chest. So maybe I, that was it. I think so part of it, though, was seeing it live. But this one, it just it stood out. It wasn't blended correctly. Really? Maybe. I didn't think Raven was, was that from bad. where I was sitting. I think maybe in person I might see. Hey, hey, Shanji. Oh, we have Shangela. Give it away until they say uh, hello. Uh-oh. Is it Hallelujah hey, in the building? Hallelujah, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah in the building. <laughs> How you doing, Miss Shangela? Oh, you're cutting oh. out. Uh oh, stand still. I know you. I know you're in Paris, Texas now. Now, do they have service? Good service down there in Texas. Four G. Shangela. Oh, she Uh-oh. just got loose. Okay. She can we, call back. We I think lost, we, I think we, we lost, lost her. her. <clears throat> so then, should we go to the? Well, okay, we're still at Hamburg 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 Hamburg. Yeah, we're still at Hamburg Oh yeah, Hamburg. yeah. So, uh, wait, I was going to make a point, and then I totally forgot. Raven's makeup. Well, didn't now have a it's Tony doing it, not oh. me. Well, I didn't have a comment on that, because I don't really know about makeup. As long as it's on and it looks right, then it's fine. It wasn't I horrible. I think, the, I think no. the lighting in person probably was bad for her. Oh, I know I was going to say. Chad's moment that he had about West Hollywood, mm-hmm. I thought was great. Yeah. I thought that, that definitely, you know, roped um, everything in, and, and it made people feel good. That, you know, that he cherished, you know, West Hollywood and, and for what it's known for and, and accepting the art form of drag and things like that. So I thought that was a great I thought that was him. perfect, like a perfect speech for yeah. that, especially in that place. And then you're given the keys to the um, city. All right, we have Do Shangela, we have Shangela back. back. We journalist, lost you. Journalist, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah, part two. Hallelujah. Shangela, have you oh, been... Oh, I like that. I like the sound of that Hollywood part, too. Girl, that might be my new sequel title. Yes! <laughs> now, Shangela, have you been keeping up with RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars? And Yes, as much as I can. You know, I've been on the road a lot, and so my DVR is packed. <laughs> so I have, but I watch it online when I miss it from home, and I just, I've lived for All-Stars this season. Now, for, for those who are listening, uh, we had a couple callers before, uh, you know, give a list of people that they thought should have been on All Stars, and you were one of those people. Um, was there any particular reason we didn't see you on All Stars? Or oh well, let me tell you something. You were diving right in this evening, aren't you? All right, <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Walters. Well, let me let me tell you something, Sister Walters. No, uh, <laughs> honestly, here's what I tell everyone, and it's an, it's an honest thing because you know I'm Shangela and I keep it real. Mm-hmm. All Stars was set up, I believe, to showcase kind of, you know, the best of the best. Mm. And I definitely, every day of my life, feel like I'm one of the best. But the truth of it also is, I've only been doing this three years. Mm -hmm. And 
it doesn't matter a time thing for me, but I still have a lot to learn. Every day I'm watching, every day I'm growing, and every day I'm getting better. And trust me, I am turning the party. But I was not sad to not see myself on All Stars this season. You know, my fans always just want to see me on TV, and I want to give that to them. So I've been working really hard on a lot of other networks. But it's been great to watch All Stars and see a lot of my sisters compete and to go for the gold. And I've enjoyed it, Chapter Lee. Yes. Now, who were you rooting for? Well, you know, I love them all, but I got my favorites because mm-hmm. I'm closer to some people just mm-hmm. because we work together more with sisters like Juju B and Raven. I work with a lot, mm-hmm. so I really, really want. I pulled for them, Yada, Sophia, and Alexis, definitely. Yeah. And of course, my girl Latrice Royale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Latrice. <laughs> now you are one of the queens that I consider someone who definitely took the platform of RuPaul's Drag Race and have definitely captivated on that. Um, can you touch on life after Drag Race? Because I feel like a lot of people after Drag Race, you know, they kind of disappear a little bit. But you, you I mean, are life everywhere. After drag Race is what you make of it, and I'll yeah. tell you this. Life after Drag Race is exhausting. (laughs) But I'm having such a wonderful time. You know, the reason that I quit my corporate job uh, a couple years back and moved to L.A. even before drag was to work as an entertainer. Mm -hmm. And I've been so blessed and I'm so grateful that I now have that opportunity to connect with so many people, not only in the U.S., but internationally, and to really live out my dream of working as an entertainer. And I'm taking that into every genre that I can. Now, sometimes I stretch myself a little too thin. Right. But, you know, I'm the next, I consider myself the next Beyonce, so that's why I have to continue <laughs> to turn the party. So, um, that's why, you know, I've done music projects, I've done TV projects, I've done film projects, uh, there's stage performances. I just launched uh, my one-woman, uh, one-hour stand-up comedy show called La Quipa is Hallelujah. It. Yeah. So it's just, it's just been everything. I did that show three times in New York, mm-hmm. sold-out crowd, and now it's going to be on DVD by Christmas. Yeah, oh, you, congratulations. You are very Beyonce in that aspect, where you did a, a three-night stint somewhere, and now you're putting it out on DVD for those who missed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Best Of. The be- Laquifa is Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you have a favorite moment throughout this season um, that, that you can recall, of uh, uh, something that you rather enjoyed? On, on from, All-Stars? From All-Stars, yeah. Uh, you know, there were a lot of good ones. Let me think on that one, Tony. Let me think on that one. Because uh, I always love when B ever mentions fried chicken. <laughs> and as, as you know, I also love myself and my friends. are so sweet to me. B was wearing, actually, in the finale episode, a Hallelujah bracelet. Yes. And that uh-huh. was sickening to me because it was just such an homage and love. And it's kind of how much I love her, child. I got my B t-shirt. I'd be rocking it. Right. And so, we all um, we all know you're a fan of chicken, too. Moment. And I love seeing the girls playing basketball outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was maybe my favorite mini challenge. That's that the yes. that's, that's the challenge where I felt like Raven looked like Chris Kattan. Yes. <laughs> she was giving... Raven was playing with them girls. She knows she could have slam dunked that ball if she wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Raven's body. She built like a ring of Georgia bar. I love it. So, Shangela, what is coming up for you? I I know, knowing you how I do, you have something to plug, something that is coming up. 
Gunas, and I love you both. And I, first of all, let me just say thank you for having me on the show. You know, uh, my birthday was just last week, and we're throwing a big birthday event tonight at oh. Club DJs here in Dallas. Mm. So we're about to go downstairs. I got all these hosts, including my drag mother, who's going to be on season five of Drag Race. I'm so excited. Alyssa Edwards is yes. going to be on Drag Race. And so she's here with me right now, and we're about to go pile into this little stretch limo. We'll have a good time tonight. But before that, we're celebrating because this Thursday... I'm going to be guest starring on a little show on Fox called Glee. Yes. I'm so excited. Um, it's with Sarah Jessica Parker and, of course, the show regular Leah Michelle, Chris Colfer, um, Dean Geyer, just so many great people on the show, and I'm excited to turn the party over there. And mm. then on Friday, in addition to performing in Northampton, Massachusetts, and Club Divas, I'm going to be dropping my first music video project, which... Tony, I don't know if you recall, but you're going to be featured in it. <laughs> yes, so, I, yeah, yes, I, I do eight. recall. I do recall that five, six, seven, eight. You had me do. <laughs> Shangela, we'll be yeah. playing it. Uh, we'll be playing it as a clip on our show later. Yes, oh, we're gonna we're gonna give you. a well, sneak I'm preview. So excited because the people at BJ's don't know, but I have the final prod- product right now, and our good friend Cameron Williams directed and edited this video. He's a genius. Yes. Mike Silas, who is from Lady Gaga's Monster Ball Tour, one of her principal dancers, choreographed it. It's featuring Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms and mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis, veteran actors from everything but what's love got to do with it, to cars too, to think like a man shop. Please. So I'm so excited. <laughs> Even Gianna Sophia, my sister, is in the video. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also uh, Jason Carter from The Pit Crew. Yes. And well, another AfterBuzz host here. Yes, yes, he's going to be in it as well. So, any last uh, thoughts uh, that you want to give to uh, about anything that's going on with you? Anything about well, All Stars? out there, I just want to say more than anything. I think my journey from three years ago and you know being a five month baby in drag to today and guest starring on Glee in drag and just continuing to take drag to all different places and genres. It's just to say it's so important for us in the LGBT. In- including drag queens to be um, seen and and to perform and to, to be represented in all those different genres. And I'm doing my part, and I hope that other people stay inspired to always do their part as well to just keep us moving forward, honey. Let's all love each other. Let's keep moving forward and never ever give up on your dreams. Hallelujah. Thank you, Shangela. I Shangela think actually President. we have one more question. Did you want to ask? Oh. Oh, Shangela, did you partake in the drag cruise last year? You know what? Not last year, but I will be going on the one this year. I leave on Sunday, and we're doing a cruise uh, down to the Caribbean. And I'm really excited about that cruise and performing for the fans that have signed up to come along with us and uh, be a drag race at Sea Fish, trying to because fish belongs in the sea, and I'm on my way. <laughs> Please make sure you don't go overboard, though, because then you'll really be in the sea. Well, you know what? If they try to make me walk the plank, don't worry, baby, because I'm going to float. <laughs> <laughs> that changes my question into a statement, then, because I do believe that when you tear something down, you should always rebuild it. And I may not be the biggest fan of your drag, but I've met you in person, and I think that your hustle is on point. You keep it moving all the time, and we were just talking about Tony and I kind of have this similar view on what the next drag superstar should be and how you should push boundaries. You should kick those doors down and you just made a good comment about how you gotta you gotta stay relevant you have to stay in the public view and i do believe that you would be a good voice for our community whether it's transgender gay lesbian whatever it may be for those of us that are outside the box of normal so i appreciate that um that effort well, thank and that you. Work. i appreciate i appreciate you making that comment i mean people tell me all the time 
that I've been the most, one of the most polarizing contestants on Drag Race, mm. which means either you either love Shangela or you're like, oh no, hail to the no Shangela. <laughs> continue to get to know me as an individual and as an entertainer outside of the show, reality show, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. I'm learning that a lot of people, we all just want the same thing, and it's just yeah. to live our lives and have a good time. So yes. to you, I say have a good time, baby, and I hope we get to meet each other in person again soon. Yes. That is a great message. Thank you for calling Thank you very in, much. Thank you, Shane. Well, have fun. I love you. Love we you. love you. Bye. Happy Thank belated you. birthday. Bye, Bye. Thank you. Okay, well. so moving on to the comedy show. Yes. Um, who did you guys think was the funniest oh, on the Raven. comedy show? Hands I, down, Afrini. Raven. <laughs> Raven was my favorite. Raven was, Raven was quite fun. And the thing about Raven is that she felt very comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell that, you know, if she was nervous, you couldn't really tell that she was. She was very comfortable on stage. I wrote that. And Raven just, looked comfortable. Yeah, and, and just the That's same... That's not this, what it looks like when you look at what you wrote. <laughs> he did not write comfortable. <laughs> he wrote, smooth. <laughs> and even with, with Chad, I, I think maybe Chad, that might have been the first time that, you know, he presented a, a comedy routine he felt you know it seemed like he was very comfortable with what he was doing even though at first I think he was very nervous about it but I think it's something about getting on stage and being that performer that just kind of clicks and definitely that happen. old that is part of the old school is you get on stage you gotta fake it till you make it yeah I think though um, and I've said this before on this show that Raven because Raven performs basically stand-up at Mickey's, I mean, she introduces all of the queens, and she she has, like, a funny kind of shtick going on. Mm-hmm. I think she's used to that, yeah. and I think up until this point, we weren't seeing that side of Raven, yeah. and I think that... Um, she was very guarded. Before. Yeah, from what I heard from a lot of the fans, people didn't really feel that Raven had a personality that was shining through, and I think mm-hmm. that this was her moment, and people got to see what kind of fun stuff that Raven really puts forth. Yeah. One thing she solidified herself, her confidence is definitely there now. So when you get a certain level of confidence, like when we talked about her and Juju coming into the beginning of the season, like they just wore something kind of normal. Like, yeah. hey, I'm here. I don't give a shit. And the, <laughs> I think, I don't know if I, if we said this or not, but the reason why they, or no, I think she did. Um, we asked her about it and she said the reason why they came in so simple was because they were going to be in drag all day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they wanted to be comfortable. Comfy. Yeah, but they still look great and put together. They did. Every single one of Raven's outfits, I think, were on point. Amazing. Yeah. They're great. She just has, even when she didn't do laundry, that <laughs> was her comedy. I, I like, outfit. though, that the, the judges made a comment that basically she looks different all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, to me, is what something that's very appealing mm-hmm. because she really is a, like, a chameleon performer, whereas Chad always comes out in... Um, you, you can kind of guess and look at something and say, Chad will wear this, Chad won't wear this. Whereas you can't really do that with Raven. Yeah. Raven well, and Chad are, yeah. they're part of the in crowd. Raven is very interesting. Chad is very inspiring. And I think that's the difference for me is Chad, because of her experience and her polished character, it inspires you to want to be a better entertainer, a better drag queen, mm-hmm. better transgender, whatever maybe. Whereas Raven is interesting. You always want to be looking to see what her next outfit is, what her next joke is going to be, how big her lips are going to be, or her makeup's going to be crazy foolish. Mm-hmm. And to say, her, I, to I liked her outfit at Hamburger Mary's. It was just her makeup was off. But right. I think the look in general was, it was, well, it was put together well. I also think Juju B was hilarious. I yes, I gave her second place on my list. I love I like Sherry O'Terry said, and I love Sherry O'Terry. So I'm I'm already like on board with whatever she's going to say 
probably, unless mm. she says like kill ponies or something. Um, I don't really know much what? about Laos, <laughs> Laotian accents, but I kept getting Vietnamese. It kind of reminded me of the whole like uh, Angela Johnson. Wait, who are you talking Crypto about? Crypto Jail. When she imitated her grandmother's accent. Yeah. Well, to me, both Raven and Juju are funny because any story, any true story that where you're making fun of your family, that's always the best comedy to me. And that's why those two were my top because. And you're not going, you're most likely, I should say, not going to offend someone because when it's your personal story and it's your personal history, it's like, how can someone be offended if you're making fun of yourself, essentially? Yeah. Or you your grandmother or a it's guy like you mentioned. Being part of a protected group and making a joke about that protected group because you're part of it, whereas we can't really make jokes about that kind of stuff. Well, I just, I, I, I personally, though, find it funnier. Like, I, I find it funnier. I, I like to go see stand-up comedians who routinely make fun of themselves. Because I find it funnier when people have a sense of a humor, sense of a humor, sense of humor about themselves versus just ragging on other people because you're like, okay, well, are you perfect? What's going on? Oh, and we have Chad on the line. Speaking of perfect. There we are. Chad, Chad right, Michaels, winner, the winner of Queen of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. I did it. How, how heavy is the crown? I just What's wanted that? to know how heavy the how crown. How heavy was. is the crown? Not as heavy she as the hundred thousand dollars. I'm holding it right now. Actually, it's about <laughs> five pounds. Okay, that's awesome. I love it. Are you you keep it in your in bed? I would. <laughs> I would wear it to sleep. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm pretty attached to it. No, I've never taken it to bed yet. It's sitting on my fireplace by my Christmas tree. Oh, oh wow, what a nice spot. <laughs> it could it. be the the star on the tree. It could be the star on the uh, tree. That's what Adam said. He said we should top the tree with it. I think it would make the tree fall over, though. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Adam, I want to give a quick shout-out to Adam, who told me yesterday that he watches AfterBuzz TV, not only our show, but... A- Plenty of other shows on AfterBuzz TV, so shout out to Adam. We love it. That's so awesome. Yeah, he loves it. He loves he loves to watch you guys and um, Coco Ferocia and Isis Mirage from England. They do a really great um, weekly review of the show, and he loves them. Oh, um, awesome. I've he, seen them. He, yeah. He, He's the one who goes on and reads everything. I don't read anything that's not either on my Twitter feed or on my Facebook. Yeah. I just learned. I learned to stay away because you know. Yeah, I'm Opinions sure. are like assholes, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you are... Some have two. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. So you are one day after the whole grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. How does it feel to be put into the uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Hall of Fame? Well, it feels surreal. I mean, it's been a really incredible year. It's been a lot of work, a lot of really hard work, going from season four to drag you to all stars and um i really feel like i earned this one you yeah. know i i think i i think chanel and i you know as a team obviously you know there's there's a lot of you know subjective opinion but we kicked ass we grabbed the balls and shook it and we won three challenges in a row and yeah. um you know then we were split and i think i went on to do a really strong showing and I think that it. I think it was fair. I think I won it fair and square, and I'm. I'm so proud of the work I did there. I'm. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Chad, we were saying actually before you came on that you seem to be fearless, especially in the challenges this season. Like I was mentioning that you in the street challenge where you have to basically like go out and hustle people and have them like eat from your hand and other things like that. That right. it didn't seem to phase you. Is that 
are do you feel nervous going into those situations or is that something that you just you've been doing it so long you just attack it wait 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 i don't think it's so much nerves as it is um trying to come up with a game plan on how you're going to tackle it but yeah I, I am pretty much for the most part fearless and you know it's either do or die it's sink or swim in life and in this business and you know what the hell do I have to lose you know what I right, mean right. Like I have, every, have everything to gain by by putting yourself out there and you know that's something that I've learned to do more and more as I get older and it's, and it's fantastic it's liberating and it's like who cares you know go for it Here's my question to kind of add to that because this was my wonder, I guess, in your character. If you look back on your life in the past five years, do you think that you feel somewhat safer when you're in drag performing? I mean, like if you, because this was my, was my thing with Tony, we were talking about. Now that you have the crown, you are somewhat an ambassador, whether you like it or not, for the LGBT community. Um, and you're not always going to be in drag, but you still will represent because we do see you as a normal man in the show. So you're going to be, you know, you are the face of our community per se. So do you feel that you aren't as comfortable not in drag? to speak publicly and do things along those lines? Sorry. Oh, baby, absolutely. I mean, to me, drag is, it's its a creative outlet. It's an art form and it's a job. Right. It's a, very much a uniform for me. And it's, and I don't, <laughs> you know, you might be surprised, but you don't probably know me very well. I don't even, I don't run the streets in drag like right. many of the girls do. Right. I don't go out every night in drag. I'm in drag if I'm working a show or I'm attending an event. So, you know, I am Chad all the time and, you know, perfectly capable and love to represent as myself out of drag. I mean, a lot of times it's easier ask RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because RuPaul is like that, so, too. If, if she's not getting paid to be in drag, she will not be in mm-hmm. it. Well, that's work. You know, I can respect well, it's that. It's a yeah. lot of work, you guys, and it's a yeah. lot of pain, <laughs> to be honest with you. Beauty knows and, no uh, pain. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I've, uh, you know, I've been involved in the gay community for, for 21 years now, and, you know, I worked as a bartender um, at, in a club in San Diego, and you know, it was just, you know... See, that's an important thing. And it, we talked about this last season. That's a very important thing. I kind of wish that we had known a little bit more of your backstory because a lot of us felt that you were so polished. And I think they, the, the judges made comment about it last season that it almost seems like it's too polished. I would have loved to have known some of your backstory. And of course, it's all down, it comes down to editing, so I get that. But that changes a little bit of the perspective of you. It humanizes yeah. you. It makes you more relatable. You resonate. Just hearing that that you bartended I mean not that that's hugely important but just having small tidbits it makes it more endearing yeah it absolutely does and I have absolutely no control over that correct you're absolutely right that it comes down to the editing and you know for each person they allow you to they allow your character to flourish but it has to have some sort of direction in the show and that's where the editing comes in and they show you what they want to show you I feel lucky. I feel like they showed a good 70% of who I am. There's a lot of stuff that didn't make the show, like 
my love of, you know, drugs, you know, in my in my twenties. You know, I went through a lot. See, of See, I would have totally been your biggest yeah. fan. That's important stuff to know. But it makes you so make, relatable. That, that was in that was in my Tic Tac Lunch with RuPaul in season four, but mm-hmm. that didn't make that didn't make the cut. It, um, I guess that Rue chose to focus more on my issues with my father than my, oh, you know, yeah. my other past issues mm-hmm. that struggled. It may have been so, too serious. You know, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you know what? Believe me, I went into that show balls to the wall with my heart on my sleeve. Anything I was asked to talk about, I did because I don't give a shit. I, mm. I am me, baby. Love me or leave me. This is it. I, I, I will evolve, but I'm never going to change. And I'm always going to be me. Did, so you know, it's it's got and it's got to be that way. Was was did you feel a difference uh, between the Chad that was competing in season four and the Chad that competed in All Stars? Because there was a comment that uh, I think it was from Santino that like he liked this newer, freer Chad Michaels that was in All Stars that I guess he wasn't getting in season four. Do you think I will not? I will nutshell that for you. <laughs> season four was romper room, and there was a lot of shenanigans going on. And mm-hmm. Therese and I felt it, it went unspoken that we needed to maintain a level of temperance mm-hmm. and um, level headedness. And between the two of us, I think that we got through that season, got the kids through that season without there being any too, too bad of shit going on you know we really yeah. kept things diffused and we diffused a lot of situations mm-hmm. I felt it necessary to play a more level headed role there I, mm-hmm. I had to play it cool I had to set an example for them yeah all stars is a different story these are all seasoned veterans these are, these are big boys and I had to be more assertive I had to be more aggressive I had to speak my mind and I had to I had to stand my ground yeah. And a lot of people have had issues with that. You know, I'm getting, we miss the old Chad. Well, no, you're just getting a different, you know, side, another side of who I am. And, you know, I was in a competition and I did what it took to win. And I think I played fairly yeah. and honestly. And I, I, I totally get that. Because I think in, in season four, I just remember um, the Snatch game coming to mind. And people like you and Latrice, um, you know, being very professional, taking it very seriously. And I think there was like, you know, the the other some of the other contestants were just it was that moment of like, what are you guys doing? You know, it was it was uh, foolery, I think, as someone put it, as Latrice put it. Yeah. And then, you know, with Fifi, like, to the, I mean, to the bitter end, I was trying, I was trying it with Fifi. I was really blessed. I was mm-hmm. trying to give her some good advice some good guidance, you know, in spite of all of the, the issues that we had during the show, in the very last untapped, I'm still trying to fucking, you know, give her some <laughs> advice, and that's all I can give people is my, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And give you my experience and hope that maybe you'll listen and take something from it and learn something from it. Well, that's it, the point. So. At least you tried. Because sometimes tried, yeah. you gotta let them sink. <laughs> yeah. You tried, you gave you your, tried. it's all good. Yeah. Um, Chad, just, uh, we're gonna have to go soon, but... Plug. But yes, please plug something that uh, we know you're doing the cruise. Yeah. But before you plug, what are you going to do with that hundred thousand dollar prize? Yes. My <laughs> house thousand. Um, it, it's definitely going up. I want to, you know, I want to put it up and just, you know, have a little egg. Um, yeah. Definitely going to do the little trust fund for my nephew that, that I've been talking Aww. about. And, Good. Um, you know, might definitely 
pay off a few bills, mm-hmm. um, but I'm pretty good about that, so we're kind of free and clear. Um, but, well, you know what? For me, I'm, you know, it's always my nose to the grindstone, you guys, and I'm pretty much, you can find me on stage five to six days a week somewhere. Mm-hmm. Come see me at Dreamgirls in WeHo. Yes. Got all of your favorite drag races there every week. Um, and I'm on the road. I, honestly, I don't have time to, to sleep. Um, I'm going all over. I'm just going to be getting my new schedule for the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, I am <laughs> approaching a approaching the uh, idea of doing a little single for everybody. Oh, um, I've got a couple people that I'm going to be working with, and I've always been very heavily influenced by Paris is Burning and and the mm-hmm. un- underground New York uh, club scene music. Um, people like Alan T and. Um, different MCs like that so I've got some ideas for a really fun single that is very different from anything that the other girls have done mm-hmm. um, you know not saying it's going to be a success but who knows I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it so it's all about the hook working girl. on that and um, the merchandising of course on chadmichaels.com yes. get your updo shirt updo <laughs> yes updo <laughs> that is awesome and um, you know and whatever happens guys you know I I've kind of learned you can't really it's hard to predict what's going to happen and yeah. you know I've been really really lucky in this business I've had um, I've had some angels sitting on my shoulder and a lot of great doors to open and opportunities and um, I'm just kind of looking forward with a really optimistic point of view it's, mm-hmm. I have I don't have any other reason to be I'm on top of the world right now and I feel so honored that that Rue chose me and I know you guys love Raven and she's so worthy and she's so incredible and you guys need to know that I've known Raven before she did drag and yeah. I've always I've always looked over that kid and watched him grow and, and like blossom into mm-hmm. this freaking exclusive creature that he is today and yeah. um, I know you wanted it for her and uh, you know, all I can no. say is that her time will come. Yeah. That's what I you know, said. That is that what I said. You plans, just plans for Raven. You just you know I mean? shed light on part of the thing that I think held a lot of people back from really liking you as a whole package. So for me, you just swayed my vote. I'm good. So. <laughs> well, I mean, she already won. She already got your vote. Yeah, she I predicted won. she was going to win from the beginning. <laughs> I did too. Well, um... Congratulations, Chad. Thank you so much for calling. Congratulations. Oh, wait, before you go, did you go on the cruise last year? No, I didn't go. Oh. I'm, uh, we're headed out this week. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Call us and give us an update. Try to, try to get some, some form of relaxation while you're on the cruise or yeah. after all of this. Exactly. Are we are. We're gonna have some fun. Like Pandora and Ian are coming, so we're gonna we're gonna double date with them and hang Aww. out. Oh, that's awesome. You no, know, you know, actually, you know, everyone's going. My daughter Morgan with Michaels is going, and mm. Sharon and Phoebe and Latrice, and it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a really good time. Awesome. Well, so you guys awesome. have fun, and tell Adam I said hello. Well, uh, well I'm sure he probably already heard it. Really it. Fun. I had a great time at Mickey's. <laughs> oh, oh, good. And congratulations. Yes. yes. Again. Definitely congratulations. And I'll be emailing you a bill that I need paid <laughs> off if you would like to contribute <laughs> to the Tony Fund. To me, a trust fund for Tony. <laughs> I will right, take it. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thank Chad. You. Thank you, Thank Chad. you Chad. Have a good Adam night. Good night. Good night, Adam. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. bye. Okay, so any last thoughts before we do news and gossip? Well, speaking of... Um, I don't know why I did these figures. Why, Sooner or later. Because we don't believe that that's news and gossip. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of shopping and spending money... Oh, yes. 
that little segue. Yes, uh, before, what a great segue. Right? I'm going to read right off of this. I know, I don't know if it's going to be bad or not. Uh, but before you do your uh, holiday shopping online at Amazon, please first go to AfterBuzzTV.com and click the Amazon banner at the top and then shop. AfterBuzz does get a kit back of your purchase. It's no extra cost. Um, it's a way to support AfterBuzz TV so that we can keep doing our after shows for you. So make sure you go to AfterBuzzTV.com and click the Amazon banner and shop. Keeps the That's lights on. wonderful, Tony. What about iTunes? Well, <laughs> Jackie, would you like to tell us about iTunes? Oh, I see how that goes. Volley of back. Can't smile on the show. Well, we actually, um, <laughs> subs- if you can click on us on iTunes, and if you go to AfterBuzz TV, look up RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, subscribe to our show. Rate, comment. We read all of the comments, good and yes, bad. Yes, she does. I do. And, and I- she replies to every <laughs> single one well, of them. Well, okay, here's the thing. I reply to every single one of them on YouTube because I can't figure out how to reply to them on iTunes. Otherwise, she Sorry. Someone on YouTube is going to let you know how to reply exactly. to them. Exactly. And then how they feel about you on iTunes. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't really care how you think about me, but I will I respond either way. Oh, thanks, Natalie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Natalie's my friend. Um <laughs> But, yes, I haven't figured out how to reply yet, so I'm sorry about that. And some people I did reply on air to, like, she's, 50 years later. She's going to learn to just make another comment. That's what she's going to do. But then I feel dumb because I'm not talking to anybody. It's just a comment that is wasted in space. I want a conversation. So, tell us about your news and gossip. Okay, oh, yeah. so news and gossip. <laughs> On Monday, less than a week before Carnival's RuPaul's Drag Race-themed cruise was set to disembark, the cruise ship line sent out an urgent notice informing passengers that they would not be permitted to dress and drag outside their room. Excuse me, outside their rooms on the very expensive drag theme vacation they had already booked and paid for. Carnival and Alan Chuck Travel's Facebook pages were inundated with comments, and following the outcry, Carnival explained that it loves drag queens and then blamed Alan Chuck Travel's presentation for the mix up, saying that they were advised that only performers would be dressed in drag during private events. Carnival explained that in light of the miscommunication, anyone who wishes to dress in drag would be permitted to do so as long as they carry and resemble the picture in their government issued photo ID. So that was the big to-do, and that was why uh, Cam kept asking people about whether or not they had been on it last year to see if... They um, were allowed to dress in drag on their ship in costume. I'm sorry, but if you're dressed in drag, how can you resemble the photo that is on your government-issued ID? Hello, your eye color. Bone structure. I mean, it's the basics. It's almost like traveling. They are governed somewhat by the DOT, not that you have to have idea throughout the whole cruise and at all times but I can see how that makes a little sense and I can also see how Alan Chuck tried to displace liability onto the cruise ship company so just because they're a gay establishment or gay business no it's business, the other way around no but if you read that um because Alan Chuck was the one who sent out the no Carnival Carnival sent out the original notice and then basically uh, Carnival blamed Alan Chuck for the miscommunication. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, hello. It's a but drag, wait. It's if a Alan Chuck crew. didn't send anything out, how was there any misrepresentation? Basically, they said that whatever they got from Alan Chuck made them send that notice out. Ah. Uh, uh. Either way, it's a it's a drag cruise so clearly somebody else is going to be i mean it, if there are other family members on there you might want to warn them that there are going to be some drag going on but I mean, see there's a way to do that without saying nobody can dress a drag you yeah. know i mean and it's like if you're having a specific like 
event highlighted on this, you would say, okay, this is an event in which they're... And, but I wouldn't want to know that about anything, like a singles cruise, you know, if you're like, okay, this is going to be a kid's bar mitzvah bus, so, like, just know that there's going to be a thousand 14-year-olds on here. <laughs> like, just information about where you travel. But I don't think that you should limit it, although they also mentioned that people were allowed to dress in Halloween costumes. So how's that any different? Right. Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Happy okay. Dragoween. Um, call it a day. So we also have a video. Do we ha- still... Can we roll that? Yeah, we can. Come on. We, we have a video. My, eh. My. We Thank have you, a video. Of course we do. It features Tony this and video, Shangela. This, the Five, video six, sneak peek does not eight. feature me, but this is a sneak peek of Shangela's upcoming video that's coming out on December 1st called Work. This is great. This blue. Yeah, blue. If she does a death drop, I'm going to shoot myself. I'm pretty sure there's a death drop oh, coming God. somewhere. I mean, that's classic, iconic drag. Splits and death drops. And swiffering the floor with your taint. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wasn't that the hard down part? No, that was Milan. That was Milan. Oh. No, nine to five. They can see it online. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was not coming on the Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Buffering. You heard Everybody. some of it, Buffering. and yes. um, maybe one of us, like Tony, can tweet it. Well, of course. And when I tweet, you can follow me on at Lounging with Tony, and uh, that will the video will come out December 1st. Yay! Natalie, so, where can they find you? At Natalie Bratney. This is better. Cam, where can they find you? At Tamakava777. And you can find me at 123Jackie underscore B, and that's J-A-C-Q-U-E. Thank you all for tuning in. We will be back for season five. I'm changing my handle to Lounging with Natalie. You can't do that. <laughs> it's you it? can't. No, I, you're already lounging with Tony. You can't be lounging with Natalie. You can lounge fun. with both all of you. Yeah. How about you do this? Wouldn't how about, it be fun if we sat next to each other? And you should ask Tony Alan Chuck for your money back. No, you can. You can do hanging with Natalie. No, that sounds like hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well, hang with him then. Don't be lounging with crying me. with Natalie. Will <laughs> be next. And, <laughs> Mine can be YouTube messaging with Jackie. (laughs) Pinkdolphins.com. Oh, boy. And y'all, don't forget that season five of RuPaul's Drag Race starts in January. Yes. We will be after buzzing it. Yes, we will. So until then. Until then. Shop on Amazon through AfterBuzz TV. And download our previous iTunes shows. And then go and check out all the other AfterBuzz iTunes shows. And don't forget to rate and comment. Yes. And you can rip. Executive (laughs) producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Traffic. Views expressed are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 